Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True. Joining me today, I asked ChatGPT to create the greatest outdoor journalist of all time, and it told me you can't do better than my co-host, Justin Hausman's here, everybody. He's back. I don't ever mention how much I love ChatGPT. It's, uh, it's always been right about everything I've ever asked it to generate. It's my favorite piece like of technology. Like two plus two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that again? <laughs> well, in today's show, we're going to talk about, uh, continue the conversation that I started last week with my episode of The Rock Fight about a- Outside Inc.'s new AI chatbot. Uh, I'll link that episode in the show notes in case you missed it. But first, you know, last week was a Hausman free zone, so we need to get caught up on what we've been doing on our outdoor excursions. Mostly, we get to hear about your your trip uh, up to what was supposed to be Yosemite. What happened? How did it all go last week? Well, it went great. Um, Yosemite, I have, I have the worst luck when it comes to trip planning and weather. It doesn't have to be like out, like an outdoor trip either, just like vacation and stuff. I don't know what it is about about me but i have terrible terrible luck but uh i canceled my backpacking plans again because the hurricane hillary was sending absurd amounts of moisture up to the mountains so i ended up doing a little fly fishing up at at, uh near mount shasta which is such a weird zone to me like it doesn't really feel like it's part of california at all that sort of volcanic like shasta to lassen region nobody really goes well shasta has like a little mountainy infrastructure but like the yeah. zone between Shasta and Lassen is just like a like a no no man's land. It's so it's a, it, you, like even I've lived in California my whole life and you tend to forget how ninety eight percent of it is just empty. You know, um, it's so a it's, very empty state for as you know so overcrowded empty. as it as it's proclaimed it's, to it's be. In, right? It's incredible. I mean, like you, it takes me about I would say forty five minutes driving north from where I live, which is like the northern reaches of the Bay Area. Uh, to where it's just nothing, you know, like you don't like right. on, on highway on I five, you don't hit another town until you get to like Reading, you know, which is four hours away. So it's four hours of just absolute nothing. It's amazing. Well, so before we get into today's topic, I just want to remind you all, if you're listening to the rock fight, you definitely have outdoor gear and apparel that you're not using and you know what you need to do. You got to head to GearTrade.com, Click on the sell your gear tab because since 1999, they've been your go-to solution for unnew outdoor gear and apparel. I know, Justin, you've got a lot of gear in your garage. You still need to we gotta get that stuff in a box. We got to get I gear know. to send you another box. Yeah, we do. Or anybody, anybody send me a box. Are you listening? Send, send me, me a box. I'll put some I'll put some outdoor gear in and send it to your house. So the and Gear Trade will send you a box and a shipping label. All you got to do is load it up and ship it off. Avoid that avoid that pile of donations you haven't run yet to your local thrift shop. Send it to Gear Trade. Make cash money off your unwanted stuff. Go to GearTrade.com today. It can't be anything unwanted. You can't be putting your kids' toys in there. That's a good point. They actually just did a nice video of like what you can send and what you yeah. can send on the media. Please don't put in. your like dirty dishes in the box. Well, and some nuance. Yeah, that's a don't do that. But then also things like you can send the rope bag, but not the rope, right? That's that's important. So, uh, but yeah, go anyway. Go to GearTrade.com and check it out. But as for our conversation today, uh, which is about Outside's podcast, out the Outside podcast recent episode and their new AI initiative they're calling Scout. I covered this on a solo episode of the Rock Fight. It went up uh, this past Tuesday. We're recording this on the 24th. But if you missed that episode, um, the brief recap is that Scout is built on the back of ChatGPT. It's being presented as a solution to the planning woes of busy outdoor enthusiasts. And I kind of took issue, not kind of, I took issue with the premise and the manner in which they were rolling it out. You know, Outside's had a 
bunch of misses over the past few years, including another foray into tech uh, when it came to NFTs. And I just, in my solo episode, I talked more about the outdoor community nature of it, but with Justin here and a reminder that Justin is a real live breathing journalist, I wanted to talk further about this. So, you know, my opinion's already out there. Like I said, I'll link to it if you haven't heard it yet, but you listened to the podcast yesterday, the outside podcast. What were some of your impressions uh, listening to it? I don't really know, even know where to start. I guess I would say that, uh, you know, put my journalism cap to the side for a second. Um, you know, I, I largely would agree with with you and your take about, um, you know, the planning is like an integral part of any kind of trip. I, I, I do I do get sort of their point about how it's Friday. Maybe you've had a long week. Sure. You don't necessarily have time to like, do I really want to sit down and figure out where, like, where to go hiking around here? I mean, I do that, you know, and I've lived here for a really long time. And I still kind of like wake up on Saturday mornings going, God, where are we going to go today? You know, with the family, like. But like, it's not that, I mean, it's not that hard. I don't need AI to like step in, you know, <laughs> minutes before, like be 20 minutes ago, before we started rest, press record, I was researching trails on Mount Gorgonia, not even like yeah. intentionally. I saw a link no. like, Oh yeah, I want to do that hike. And then all of a sudden I'm down a rabbit hole and yeah. I, I was getting so excited about it. And so, yeah, I get what you're saying that sometimes on like the random Friday night or Saturday morning, it's like a little inconvenient at times, but I kind of feel like I'm constantly making plans to go do outdoors and stuff. Totally. And, 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 I, I don't feel like you're going to learn anything. I mean, it's basically like getting into a relationship with someone who knows more than you do about a thing and you just do whatever they say. Like, what's even the fucking point? Right. It's like, oh, oh uh, you know, like I want to I want to go hiking tomorrow. Where should we go, honey? And they just tell you. And you're, All right. Great. You know, like. Right. It, like, I don't, hey, I don't. The discovery is like half of the fun with this. I think that's kind of maybe what maybe that's really ultimately rubbing me the wrong way. It was kind of like. Yeah, by, by by painting this as a problem and then an, a, a solution to right. that problem, it, right? You're discounting what I actually I think I like most about this, which is like learning about you know yeah. what where can I go and what am I going to see when I get there? Or or what about just not even having a plan? Just fucking go. Just go. Let just do what people did before the internet existed. It's like it's really hard to re even think about this. I don't know what happened. I would have done my, I mean, I'm old enough to remember pre-internet days. Like, what did you do when there was no internet? So you're like, I want to go to Kings Canyon. Okay. I've heard of that. Sounds cool. Do I have time to go to the bookstore and get a book about it? Maybe. What if you don't? Like, what did we do? I don't even remember what we did, but it was fine. And it was fun. And that's like what, how you learned. And like, I, like you probably got way better at all the things, you know, from, from planning to sort of resource, like, you know, what resources you needed to help you figure all this sort of stuff out. It just, it, it doesn't really seem like it's going to be helpful to anybody other than whoever it is that makes money off of things like chat GPT and maybe like particular, uh, businesses at certain trailheads, they're going to get like inevitably more people funneled to that zone because if people are using AI to, plan their trips it, it, inevitably it's going to be the same fucking trip all the time i think that when it comes to something like this it it, it it's silly it's a gimmick I, it makes some kind of sense to me at least it, like from a business perspective if you think that there's like a resource yeah. here to be mined like you mentioned what did we do i remember i moved to new hampshire in 1997 that's when i started really getting into hiking and i discovered the amc's white mountain guide which was this book about i'm holding my fingers up no one can see it but it's like two inches thick it was, and it was every trail in the White Mountains of New Hampshire, and it came with three different maps. And you would go on the map, and you would you would read about a hike, which was sort of like, you know, what's that old surf guide? I can't remember what it was. It was like a blurb about this hike. It's like a paragraph, and then yeah. you would find it on the map, and you're like, oh, that's where it goes. 
And then you're like, great, that's where we're going to go. And then you'd probably have your like AAA map to show you how you actually get to that trailhead. Yeah. And then once you got there, a lot of times you'd be like, oh, there's another trail going over here. Oh, there's a sign for a waterfall over here. Oh, there's something up this way. Or maybe you go back for another adventure. Like, oh, I was here before for that other hike. And it just kind of becomes the sort of like almost like snowball effect as you start to learn an area and where do you yeah. want to go and all those. And it's, and I, I would never give up the convenience we have now of like learning the stuff we can via the internet. But to sort of paint the picture of like, boy, I'm too tuckered out to think about these things. I'm just not going to go at all. Like, I just reject that kind of fully, Well, you theoretically you know? could still do that. I mean, it's like maybe maybe that's your that's your like entry point to it, to like a wilderness area that you don't know. You know, like maybe the, right. you know, in this in the in the uh, outside podcast, she goes to that trail in the Cascades and look, maybe 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 that was all she needed. And she's like, oh, OK. And now she struck off and did her own thing after that. I mean, possibly. We, we kind of wondered at, at, at Adventure Journal for a long time, like, should we try to be some sort of clearinghouse for, um, like, out, like resources for someone who who uh, is trying to do something, like, learning about, they want to go backpacking and they don't know what they need to bring. They don't know where to go. Like, And we were like, okay, well, we could just compile lists, right? Like, compile lists of gear, compile lists of places, compile all these sorts of things and just let them live, like, in a, in a tab um, on the website. And our idea was that, okay, that would be, super seo friendly and that you know people would be just googling for that sort of stuff and find us and presumably that's what outside's been trying to do in the last couple of years with their you know with with something like this right like like just you're a one-stop shop for everything you could possibly need to get you outside so like the concept makes sense to me as a business sort of idea mm-hmm. but um where it breaks down really quickly for me is um what like like the way that like chat gpt works is so stupid like it doesn't know anything right so it's just no, it it's just scrubs just, the internet right so like what it's not finding something you couldn't find yourself which is your point about like why you scout why not just use chat gpt yourself but also just do it your fucking self like there's a really interesting um podcast that the new york times puts out called hard fork and it's all about tech stuff and they did a really cool one on on how how stupid chat gpt is getting and ai in general um, they mentioned on the outside podcast about how chat GPT, because it would like went, you know, online or whatever in 2021. So it only knows things up to 2021. That's it. Like it doesn't, for, but that isn't necessarily the case with all large language models. That's just right. this particular iteration of chat GPT. But um, anyway, this, this podcast is interesting because it's basically like, look, you don't, we don't, nobody really knew this was happening, but ever since chat GPT and things like it went online, the internet is increasingly more and more full of AI generated content. So when something like ChatGPT is is scrubbing the internet for stuff, it's increasingly getting stuff that's coming from AI and not humans. So it, like that's why you start hearing a lot of chatter about how ChatGPT is getting worse because it's it, like it can't it can't it's feeding off of itself, and so it just is like it's almost like inbreeding or something where it's just more. Well, and, and there's more... organizations that are like now making it so they can't be scrubbed. Like it, well, oh, like, that's you know, I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I that's just read about this yesterday. I think the New York Times might be one of them, but it's kind of like yeah. so you can't. It won't even take the information from that place. But sorry, go ahead. Well, it, and so it's like so basically at, at a certain point, whether it's something that's trying to find you a good trail or whatever the hell, you know, like it's, it's just coming. It's just, it's eating itself. It's regurgitating its own bullshit and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And so to rely on something like that as a business model seems, seems stupid to, to rely on that as uh, a source of like a, like a, a source of knowledge seems stupid because it, it, like I just said, it's, 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 it's degrading itself constantly. And like, the, as we go further, more and more of the internet's going to be AI so it needs, where's it going to be? It needs to be getting fresh information from somewhere or else it's, it's going to be completely senseless pretty, pretty quick. It seems like. 
you're 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 tying yourself to chat gpt and to your point that there's no determination here yet there's no clear winner right, right. Like, so if, like a chat gpt is the kind of ai du jour right now because it has a really easy interface to your point about business i've named episodes of this podcast using chat gpt to help offer solutions those kinds of things and you know and it's it, it's useful but who's to say that in a few years that it's the eighth best option right yeah. because like other people have figured out to kind of address what you're describing you know it's right. it's a little early to kind of be building i feel like a platform that you're going to sell to your consumers uh, off the back of i'm not like afraid of losing my job or something like that to, to ai because i mean i i don't care enough like i like what i do but like okay i'll go do something else if i have to like <laughs> I, I, my, my life isn't like wrapped up in my career so when i but when i hear any any journalist embracing this and i don't care at what level you know i don't care what you're i don't even give it i don't care if you're using ChatGPT. i mean all right you want to to like name your podcast fine but it doesn't it's not that hard to like come up with a name on your own or like you know we've we've talked Yesterday we were talking about this and like, you know, I don't feel like naming their names, but people that we both know who use it to who maybe, you know, write newsletters for their product or whatever. I, I think that's a terrible idea, but whatever. If you're that busy, I get it. The problem is when you're listening to journalists, especially journalists that work for like outside and backpacker and they're like, so we're helping build this thing that just scrubs all of the knowledge that, that we've ever contributed to this website. And it's going to just spurt it out for you. It's like, well, what the you're helping the thing that's going to kill you. And it's like you're doing it on purpose. Like, why are you? Why would you want to aid uh, a system that is going to do the things that you are ostensibly paid to do at Outside Magazine, right? Like, you you probably get paid to like come up with cool trip ideas or like write stories about it, and you're gonna like help AI do that for you. Like, why you're you're literally going here? Do my job and replace me, please. And here's a bunch of ways to help it. I, I this this I find completely baffling. Like from just from just from a self preservation standpoint. I guess that's like I say in the episode and I me I mean it. I'm not just here to like rake outside over the coals. I think they've made it very easy to do that on the, you know, for the, for the past few years. You can nitpick a number of decisions, journalistic decisions, obviously techno technology decisions, all of these things. But it's just the whole thing's confounding from the premise like we've just spent time talking about, which you can you can pick at for sure it's a little it's a weird thing you're kind of like you're ignoring kind of a basic instinct that we have as as outdoorsy people to like kind of plan our adventures to you know the uh passing off your episode as a as a legit episode of your podcast when it's obviously sponsored content and it just and it's so poorly executed and sounds kind of amateur and i'm not this is, this is from a basically an amateur guy like it just like it sounds really bad and usually their podcast sounds pretty good. I do. I listen to their podcast regularly. So that's kind of what it kind of, it just felt insulting. And then, yeah, like, what do you, who internally was like, wait a minute, are we doing this now? Like, what are we talking about? What are we putting out there? This is a great idea. We're going to add this to outside plus. It's going to be this wonderful thing. Is this a Hail Mary? Because yeah. it's exactly what you just said. Like, I, I feel like there's a better chance of, that podcast being episode being written with this AI, then people planning their adventures with this. To be AI. honest, to be honest, it sounded like it was. I mean, like there wasn't a lot of like spark there, no. which is what the thing is. Is so we already know that AI can't reproduce, like at least I mean, maybe eventually, but it doesn't seem like it's going. That no one, no one who's involved seems to think it's going to be able to ever, ever replicate like enjoyably readable prose or whatever. So at, at best, at best, say, say this takes off, say you're outside, say you're a gear junkie, say you're any, any out, any outdoor publication or any publication period, like at best, you're, you're creating something that's going to be able to generate like maybe some listicles 
or some how to's or some trip suggestions. And that's it. It's not going to do anything else. And so yeah, but that I, is also about like what half of the outdoor media is that stuff. Well, yeah. And so it's like, what do you, so I guess what, like, what are you in the business to do at a certain point? You know, like, are you just in business to just exist? If that's the case, fire all your staff and just have AI, like compile listicles for like trails. Like, like what's even the point, you know, like if you're actually interested in creating a community around doing these sorts of things and telling good stories and inspiring people, then you're not going to touch something like AI. Cause it, it, it has, it has no life. It's not going to do it like at all. Maybe it can help. Maybe it can help with uh, generating emails, customer facing emails or something like that. But even right. then, personally, I don't think it's worth it. Like it's just it's it's you can tell you can you can at least I can I feel like I can tell now um, when I'm getting things that are from AI, you know, like. Yeah, I know. Um, I agree with that. The 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 what it used to be the Gawker group, the Gizmodo group now just came under fire for publishing a bunch of stuff that was just written by AI. And you can tell, like you could tell, you could tell months ago, they've sucked for a while, but you could tell months ago when their content started switching over to AI based. Um, and so I haven't, it's like, I don't, I just don't know. That feels to me like you're, like you're desperate and you're scared and you think that maybe this will stave off the inevitable rather than just like doubling down on the thing that got you to where you, you are and that like people will actually want to read, which is why like AJ is successful. Um, I mean, it's very clearly made by humans, you know, that you kind of know, like you, we're small, you know who we are and, and you know where our point of view is and, you know, whatever. But like you, it, you feel like you're part of a community and you're never going to feel like that um, when it's just a computer just spitting. Do you like this? What about this at you? Like it's <laughs> it just it, it just seems sad and soulless to me. It's like everything else, though. Like, you know, it, you're it. There are the upsides to your point. Like there's the medical upside. You know, like I, you know, the, the, if you're writing a ton of HR emails and it's bullet, you know, it's a, it's, it's an easy yeah, thing to sure. generate. There is absolutely going to be amazing implications here. And look, I, I'm sure down the road, it, it will be incorporated to your point. If the, if the, if the AI is taking over the internet, it's going to be part of the way we do these things. It's just strategically and as a community, I just had so many issues. And then even, especially, like I said, the, the rollout of it, this wasn't a, Hey, we're thinking of doing this. We're investigating the world of AI and how it how it you know works in the outdoor world and what what it could mean in terms of how you plan your trips and how easy it could be. Or actually, this isn't as good as we thought it was. To your point, what's the the, the tax you take? This is we're developing this thing and it's going to be available to you later this year. And here's our preview of it. And I was like, what? Are you short on stories? Like what well, the think, hell's going on? Think about think about the logical sort of extension. If this works out, the, say if you own a media company and and mm -hmm. this is your this is your idea, right? You're going to have AI generate something that presumably is a big part of why people come to your site to begin with, right? The lot like the best case scenario for you is it works. And what does that mean? You don't need any people anymore. Why would you pay anybody? So like at the end of, so what happens is you have, basically you have like the person that owns it or the, in this case, the cap, the capital group that owns it. Let's just say it's one person though. Let's just say, let's say that rock fight becomes huge or whatever. And you're, and it's calling, you know, and there's calling at the top and like a bunch of people below him and you decide, fuck it, I'm going to use AI to generate all these podcasts and all this sort of stuff. So now you have Colin who owns it and you have probably like one person to make sure the computers don't break. Maybe another person to just kind of smooth the edges out and put and put the content in line, and that's all you need. You don't need anything else, and you could generate fuck tons of content constantly. And like that, so that so 
I still, I guess, what are you going to do? Quit? Like, it just baffles me that, like, if people are working in media groups right now, they're like, hey, let's roll some AI out. Let's help it. Like, do it. I'm like listening to these two people, these two people that both work at, at outside talk about the talk about their experience using this. And the only, the third person, the only other person involved is the only one who won't get fired because of AI, right? The engineer who helped like develop it. The other two people, you're done. Like, there's just no point. If this works, you're done. That sounds awful to me. Just awful. I don't want, I'd rather, fuck, I'm out. I'm on a farm. I'm out. Fuck that. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm Amish. I, I, at that point, look, I'm making you'd be a chairs. Great Amish guy. Your beard with the uh, yeah, that'd be sick. And the hat yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they based Harrison Ford's character on on me in Witness. In Witness, great is that movie. the Amish one? Uh, That's the Amish one. Yeah, right? it was filmed in my hometown. Actually, I'm not concerned about that happening. I think it's like something like the recent you know, rise in direct to consumer. You know, brand. Everyone's like, oh, we don't. You don't need to go to a whole. You don't do wholesale anymore. Or do retailers anymore? And like that's proven not to be the case. Because guess what? People like to go to stores and shop and stuff like that. I think this is kind of the same thing where. There, a balance will be struck, right? It's not going to, you know, magazines will, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I can't predict the future in this one. It's a little weirder. I, I also, on that topic too, by the way, I think it's very interesting timing. I mentioned the episode, like, you know, you have the WGA writer strike going on and like, mm. we're, we're, here's an outdoor company. Here's a, here's a media company announcing we're going all in on AI. Like, yeah, well, that is right? not, like, it's we're, not good. Let's it's have not some a good solidarity look. is like fucking people, you know, like that. Writers, writers are on strike. I don't care if they're writing movies and TV shows. Writers are on strike, and you're mm -hmm. like, "Hey, look at our AI thing. It's great." You know, like <laughs> just like not well thought out. And to that point, and not to get any conspiracy theories, that we should probably start to wind it down because I don't think we're going to come to any real conclusions. But oh, we did. I think we've come to some. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, we definitely did. Um, I, it feels to me you would I would wonder what do the creatives inside and outside think of this versus the ownership. This feels very much like a top down push, like go promote oh, this thing. That fucking we're of course, doing, right? and, and of the course. Right, well, right, and the creators are like, okay, we have to because we. Yeah, work here. I mean that's true. It's like I've worked, you know, when I worked at Surfer, it changed hands three or four times with these. Like, I mean, thankfully, yeah. I never had to deal with that, but it changed hands for these like cap capital groups not the right word what the fuck i'm talking about hedge fund whatever and it's just like it, it they're always like vaguely different things that they wanted to do they never had any like it's, nobody cares. i think these people don't care like they, they get paid a, right. a shit ton and like it doesn't they if they get canned they get like massive stuff they don't care they they just you know they sit in a boardroom and they say things that sound good and they just like leave and like we're the ones <laughs> that have to like implement it you know like oh okay i guess we have to do this now it's like it doesn't they don't it doesn't none of that none of that shit matters i guess you just you know these people poor people outside they're trying to keep their jobs i get that i feel bad to a certain degree talking shit but i can't help myself you know like i said i don't want it to be i don't think this is just talking shit i do think this is a an important marker and what we're true. doing i wouldn't if this was just the last thing i ever want to do on a show called the rock fight is just be a complainer who's like I, there's got to be a little heart a little understanding of like why what's the premise here it wasn't just to say this made me angry i'm going to complain about it it's like no i see this as a symptom of a bigger problem yeah. in this thing that i love right yeah and, and especially outside and how important it was at the time that I started getting into the stuff, the role that outside played, I'm like, wow, this isn't just, hey, your stuff's not quite as good as it used to be, right? This isn't that your 20th album isn't as good as your third album. This is, what are you doing, man? This is, you know, this is your family member who's off the rails, like, you know, and talking about, you know, MAGA stuff at Thanksgiving. It's kind of, honestly, so it's like, what, what do we do about this? And I don't think we can do anything because it's just the situation for them. You, you go. And this is not, I'm not, this isn't SpawnCon. No, I'm not accept any money, but go, you go subscribe to Adventure Journal and you've subscribed to Mount, 
that in these places who are doing it right. I guess it's really well, all we're you not, can do. I mean, we're not like immune to um, the same sorts of things that drive companies like outside to produce these sorts of things. I mean, it's not easy coming up with, with, we only make four issues a year and it's not easy. You know, like we're, we're lucky enough to get, to get pitches for like 99% of, of the stuff that we publish. Thank Christ. Cause if not, I don't know what we do, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's not easy, man. And like, it, you know, when I first started at surfer, the, the, the going, um, like phrase was, there's only so many ways to, to wrap a burrito, you know? And it's like, you know, and I've mentioned to you, there's only so many stories you can write each year. And for the most part, that's true. So the, 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 like the secret sauce, though, is you realize that, 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 that's only a problem for you, for the producer, right? That's only a problem for the people that make the magazine. If I'm, if I have a job that I don't really love and I just I, like, I, I like to get out and I like to read about it. I don't really like, I'm not, I'm not sifting through stories constantly. And my head isn't constantly in production of this sort of stuff. So like if I get 12 issues a year, uh, or what, I don't even know if outside makes a magazine anymore. They probably don't do 12. They probably do like 10, you know, like if I get 10 issues a year and yeah, I don't, if they're the same basic stories that I read five years ago, I don't care. I mean, that's the thing is like, I don't, the readers don't even care. It's the people that make it that care. Like I, I truthfully think that people will, will still enjoy reading good stories about people doing things outside. Even if they've basically read that story a million times, the problem is, the, is that it gets boring for the people that make it. But what you're describing is, and this is true about this is just storytelling, right. right? This is the difference between the thousand people. Here I am skiing at a ski resort. I don't care, Teton Gravity Research, how great your cameras are. Like, it's still people snowboarding, and I don't care. Now, if you have a story about a snowboarder that does something that I relate to as a human, and then it just happens to be snowboarding focus, now I'm interested, right? This is like same thing in movies and TV. The stories are all the same. Right. Why was Marvel successful for so long is because there was kind of a human element to a lot of those mm -hmm. movies that you then developed the relationship with these characters. And now they're mm -hmm. getting away from that and they are starting to suck. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. You know, just stop making. Oh, I mean, Will Grant was on the show talking about the last ride of the Pony yeah. Express. That was an incredible. I don't ride horses. You know, I don't want to go ride the Pony Express. I could. I was riveted by his book because the adventure was in he was interesting. What he was doing was interesting, you know, and so I don't know. I think that's the stuff that we're missing. We're just looking. This is just another thing. Like, even if they're moderately successful, it's just going to be another thing on Outside Plus. So and it's pointless because you're building it off the back of something that already exists that I can use for free. So yep. what are you doing again? <laughs> I have, you know, one thing I've learned in the last few couple of years is that like Google is so much more powerful than I thought it was. Like you can, you can type that kind of shit into Google, you know, like where should I go hiking this weekend? It, like, it, like, I mean, it's not going to give you a like, little box with an answer, but like you can kind of already use the internet that way. I've never run up against having a problem finding something to do outside because of the limitations of the internet. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, unless you have anything else uh, to add to this, I think we could probably wrap it up there. I definitely want to hear what anyone thinks about this, including people from outside. And if it's and if and if we're right and you're on the inside and outside and it's not cool over there, you can keep speak it anonymously. You, exactly. Yeah, keep it anon. I mean, that's yeah. fine. I I would love to hear from people there. Um, but I I I, I kind of honestly I kind of know what they'll say because I've been through this before with like Surfer, you know. But send your feedback over to myrockfight at gmail.com. We are doing mailbags. We're going to be doing a mailbag later this week. And uh, we definitely want to hear what you have to say. So send it on over on the topic. And if or you're there, or if, you, if you're AI software and you're listening to this, or you're scrubbing I would love that too. information, please send us your thoughts. You know, you're probably 
verging on self-awareness. I'd love to hear what you have to think about about this sort of thing. Uh, if you're listening to this, be sure to subscribe to follow The Rock Fight wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I said I wasn't going to say that anymore, but I really feel like I need to say that. It'd be great if you did that for us. Uh, let your outdoorsy pals know that they should check out our show. Like I said, send your feedback to myrockfight at gmail.com. You know what's weird is this I actually haven't, this entire time, this has just been a chat bot. Isn't that funny? I'm actually surfing right now. <laughs> that would be amazing. Is that? Yeah, we mailed it in for, we're using Scout for this. <laughs> I would like to, I just want to, I want to sign out with some kind of uh, rallying call to any human beings that still exist in the world. Like, we can fight this. Like, we don't have to accept this. Like, can, could we rock fight it? Huh? I'm, yes. I think, if you mean literally, yes. Like, I'm, I'm very good at throwing rocks. Anybody who wants to join. I love that. I love that. This is a production of Rockfight LLC. And here to take us out is less than Jake's own, own Krista Makes. And we'll see you next time. Rock fight, rock fight.